0: Red Apple Podcast presents American Lives Matter. America. Now, here's Bernard McGurk. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining me, Bernard McGurk. A fifth episode of American Lives Matter. I am the co-host of the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show on 77 WABC. Download that 77 WABC app and check it out, folks. You will not be disappointed. Uh, look, as I sit here today... On Thursday, Thursday, August 26th, it's, uh, what is it, 10, 20 in the morning? The reports are a big explosion at the Kabul airport, right? The name of this podcast is American Lives Matter. That's the name. Apparently not so much to uh, this bumbling administration and uh, the fools that run our foreign policy down there. All these guys, from the defense secretary, uh, Lloyd Austin, to... Uh, the woke General Millie, these, uh, these embarrassing uh, characters down there. Well, all their incompetence has come to this. A bomb has exploded. They've stopped evacuating people. As I speak to you right now, at the Kabul airport, a lot of Afghans dead. Unclear how many, if any, Americans or any Westerners were killed or injured. But either way, they closed the airport. They told them uh, last night there was an imminent threat. You heard about this, folks? They told them, leave the airport now. These people are probably thinking, leave the airport. What the hell am I going to do? Go back to where? Where am I going to go back to? I'm going to get killed. Meanwhile, a plane was shot at. An Italian plane evacuating uh, was shot at uh, leaving the Kabul airport. Nobody was hurt in that. The British have told their people, don't go to the airport. Head for the Pakistan border because it's that bad. And this is all because of this fool that we have running the country right now. His name is uh, Joe Biden. He's corrupt. He's a swamp creature. He's a pervert. He is a, uh, well, he's a complete and total Trojan horse. He's a liar. And uh, the media ran cover for him, interference for him, blocked uh, some important stories about his uh, cognitive inability, and also, of course, his, uh, his disgusting uh, low-life son's uh, corrupt behavior overseas, all that stuff. We all know about it. And This is the result we've seen what we've seen what happened at the border, a million people. The good news is this this week the Supreme Court said, hey, you have to follow the Remain in Mexico policy that Trump uh, implemented. Well, what are we going to do? Round up the million uh, people who, who already came into this country, and will they follow the law going forward? Who knows? Who knows? But it's all overshadowed now. It's all eclipsed by this explosion at the Kabul airport. While we still have. Probably a couple of thousand, at the least, at the very least, a couple of thousand Americans still left behind, uh, held hostage at this point by the Taliban. This is worse. This dwarfs the Iranian hostage crisis. It really does. And uh, again, I, I can't. I, Joe Biden came out the other day and he was supposed to give a big speech on what was happening in Afghanistan, Kabul, and evacuating Americans. And he starts talking about a spending bill. So I was talking about uh, some some masterful, uh, you know, congressional maneuver or whatever the hell it is by the, uh, uh, the other punk in a pantsuit, as I call her, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I really wanted to punch him in the face when I saw that. I mean, he spent like 10 minutes on that and he finally got around to, oh, this thing that's happening over in Afghanistan. But he thinks it's funny. This guy thinks it's a joke. He thinks, uh, I, I don't know what he thinks. Maybe he's not thinking at all. Who knows? Who the hell knows? But this was him uh, just yesterday. A reporter asked him about evacuating American citizens and if they're left behind after the deadline of August 31st. And he made a joke. Listen. Sir, what will you do if Americans are still there after the deadline? Peter, let's go. Come on, thank you. No? You'll be the first person I will call. <laughs> You'll be the first person I call. <laughs> that is really hilarious, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, do you think it's funny now, after the explosion at the Kabul airport, you think joking around about people's lives. These people are desperate. I mean, you've heard the clips of uh, the, the, the people who are trapped, stranded, American moms. Please get us out of here. We're stranded. And smartass Saki. Oh, don't call them stranded. How dare you? That's a uh, inappropriate characterization. Well, what the hell would you call it if they're not stranded? They can't get to the airport. They can't get out of the country that is run now by Stone Age savages that you allowed to take over in, uh, well, virtually overnight. Just absolutely disgusting There was the Brit- british guy he's, he's a colonel he was a colonel he was a commander of british forces in afghanistan and he said what i said last week about our foreign policy staff he said that about the president listen to what he said our world just became vastly more dangerous president biden humiliated the united states he humiliated the united states army in my opinion and i, I don't say this lightly And I've never said it about anybody else, any other leader in this position. People have been talking about impeaching President Biden. I don't believe President Biden should be impeached. He's the commander-in-chief of the U.S. armed forces, who's just essentially surrendered to the Taliban. He shouldn't be impeached. He should be court-martialed for betraying the United States of America and the United States armed forces. Uh, I I completely, a thousand percent agree with that uh, British colonel. He should be court-martialed and sentenced to a firing squad and shot. He should be—that's uh, right—blindfolded, given a cigarette. And him and the rest of them. Him and the Lloyd Austin, this idiot, this fool, this woke moron, who's who's worried about extremism in the ranks instead of how you know getting our people out of F- in terrible, dangerous places or defeating China or whatever it is. They're worried about wokeness. The same with General Milley. He's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And this was him last July talking about the military and wokeness. This is while the Taliban was in the process of taking over Afghanistan. And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing... The United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States. Anti-bellum laws prior to the Civil War that led to uh, a power differential you know, with African Americans. He, he, were- he just sounds like a total, complete stupid person. Uh, anti-bellum laws. He doesn't he, anti-bellum laws. He called. It. He doesn't even know how to speak. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an idiot, and he runs the freaking military. This guy. He should be court-martialed and sentenced to a firing squad as well. This guy for what happened in Afghanistan as they they, they neglected it and they focused on this idiotic, uh, woke nonsense of forcing uh, military members to read racist crap uh, like uh, Robin DiAngelo's White Fragility. I mean, the whole thing is just so embarrassing. I can't even tell you. So anyway, that's what I think should happen to all these guys. I agree with that British commander wholeheartedly, and it's a disaster. And I I say prayers for the Americans and the— the, the Afghanis who actually helped us throughout the years who are stuck there and, uh, you know, some of these people, they're in basements, they're calling uh, the cable news outlets, crying. My heart goes out to them. And right now, all we know is the explosion occurred. And uh, the point is, it was all avoidable. It was all preventable. This could have been avoided completely. And these idiots, uh, they screwed, they bungled the whole thing up. All right, now, I've said this a million times. Uh, The election was rigged before November 3rd. Uh, Rigged elections have consequences, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what we're looking at now. The consequences are uh, 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 an open border, uh, inflation, crime in the cities, blacks being slaughtered in the streets, and whites. (laughs) Believe me, whites as well, blacks and whites. And also, in a foreign country, humiliation on the global stage. It really, really, really is bad. And there's no mechanism to get rid of these people before, well, uh, until 2024. I mean, there's no mechanism. The founding fathers let us down. Uh, We have 2022 to look forward to. But that's still uh, 14 months away. In any case, it's very, very depressing. The good news is this week as well, as the Supreme Court striking down the— Biden policy of not forcing people to remain in Mexico illegals is that uh, the smug thug, Andrew Cuomo, he's out. He uh, he had to leave early on this week. Seems like an eternity ago. But that was uh, just Monday. He resigned. He's gone. And uh, he was the big uh, <laughs> everybody loved Governor Cuomo. They stripped him of his uh, Emmy the day after he left the governor's mansion. And uh, there was these uh, movie, uh, these, these who was it? It was uh, Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, and, uh, oh, oh, Billy Crystal. Uh, this is what they said during, when, when, when Governor Cuomo was presented with the Emmy back in 2020. In the midst of this storm, Andrew Cuomo became the nation's governor. Thank you for your leadership during these trying times. Your daily briefings, live from New York, gave us hope, gave us clarity. So now that you're the love gov. Uh, you've kind of transcended politics, and now you're just part of really more, you know, you're more of like a national sex symbol. That was Ben Stiller at the end, a national sex symbol. By the way, all those uh, those celebrities, they endorse Joe Biden as well. They don't, li- do not listen to these people. They're idiots. They're stupid. They're, they're they, they They don't know what they're talking about. And this is the result. They're insulated from the real consequences out there. In the real world, completely and totally uh, insulated, all these guys. So the reason why they loved uh, Andrew Cuomo, of course, is uh, he was the anti-Trump, and nobody summed it up better than the Governor Ron DeSantis. Who is also now the anti-Biden But listen to what he said about Governor Cuomo I think the media looked at Somebody like Cuomo and thought it was An anti-Trump and I think That they were very much interested in weaponizing COVID against Trump. Trump was Their villain and Cuomo uh, Was kind of their hero. Obviously it didn't Necessarily work out for them in that regard But at the end of the day had they been Doing their jobs back in March of 2020 some of these nursing home Policies may never have been able to to Be sustained. So the fake news uh, they have uh, blood on their hands, clearly, because they didn't do their job with Governor Cuomo. They do with uh, Joe Biden as well with this latest explosion. It's on them. He would never have gotten elected but for the media running interference for him, Joe Biden. This is the result, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, speaking of uh, governors, you have out in California a recall election. September 14th It's going down versus Larry Elder. Now, a guy who won a recall election... Back in, I think it was 2004, he beat out this guy named Gray Davis back then. Anyway, he was an actor as well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I used to like this guy. Now he's one of these masked Nazis. That's right. And he's actually, he's a son of an actual Nazi. This guy comes over to this country and tells us to screw our freedoms. Listen to what he said. There is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it, vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom what? comes obligations and uh, and responsibilities. All right, there you, you go. Cannot... I'm sorry. I don't want any uh, the son of a Nazi coming to this country and telling us to screw our freedoms. I'm sorry. You shut up. You You screw your freedom. Uh, go back to uh, Vienna or wherever the hell you came from. Screw our freedoms? Is that what you say? And another guy, de Blasio, that's not his real name. His name is his real name is, uh, I think it's uh, Gerhard Goebbels or something like that. It really is a hardcore German name like that. He said this about vaccine mandates. Now, of course, Schwarzenegger was talking about uh, vaccines and masks. Uh, de Blasio here is talking about vaccine mandates. Just listen to the way, the way he's talking. I mean, they're these petty tyrants really now have turned into, yes, tyrants. Human beings do well when they have carrot and stick. So uh, a mandate helps people to realize it's time. Who the hell are these, these people? You work for us, you SOB. You cop-hating, uh, uh, again, uh, you got cops killed, got cops assassinated. Look what you did to this city. And he's telling us uh, the carrot and stick approach, a stick approach uh, in this free country country. Of ours, the United States of America. These are the people who are running rampant. It's really, really sad. It's a terrible thing. Uh, but again, the good news is the Remain in Mexico policy uh, that that's been re-implemented, reinstated by the Supreme Court. And again, our prayers go out to the people in the, in, uh, the Americans and the Afghanis stranded uh, under the Stone Age savages in Afghanistan. American lives do really matter, folks. They they really do. But apparently not to everybody, not to uh, the, the, the mutts in charge. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to American Lives Matter with Bernard McGurk and my producer, Matt Meaney. And uh, I, I hope there's better news next time on Episode 6. I'm out. I tell you, I got to hand it to Bernie.